Warren Treadray. The Premiership Cup for the captain Warren Treadray. Oh, on the 5AA Sports Show. Eel Beauty, Friday's here, and uh, Warren Treadray is with us down at uh, the Westlakes Golf Club at the Remix Golf Day, proudly supporting Leukemia Foundation. Hey, Treaders, uh, would have caught up with the news. Of course, Port Adelaide have up the ante as far as getting a AFL second-tier competition. Not VFL, not SNFL, not WAFL, but getting all of them into a second-tier competition. Firstly, here's the CEO of Port Adelaide. It is Matthew Richardson. The first thing I'd say is the conversation that's been reported over the last couple of days is not new news. The reality is we've been having this conversation with the SNFL and the AFL for a number of years around second-tier competition. Second thing is it's really an ongoing conversation that we're having with the AFL. The AFL competition, there's a whole lot of equalisation measures across the competition, whether it be salary caps, NGA academies, father-son. One of those other really important equalisation measures, in our view, has to be second-tier competitions. Love that word, equalisation. Let's go to the GM of football, Chris Davies. We've been talking to the AFL for a good period of time now, saying that we think that they've got to look at you know, what their second tier structure needs to look like across Australia. As you highlighted then, there's 14 teams at the moment playing in the, the VFL, and that's the Eastern Seaboard Clubs. Yeah, we think that the AFL have got a responsibility to, to look at the way that the game is governed at a second tier level and to where they can look to equalise that across the competition. So there you go. That's the GM of footy and the CEO um, pretty much putting it on the AFL to make this happen. Well, it's happening. Mm. I think I said... It's inevitable. I said it on the show three months ago. Yes, you did. Once TV rights are done, yeah. this is the next agenda. And to be fair, I spoke to someone and caught up with someone today, and they'll remain nameless, on this issue and a few other bits and pieces. This would have happened three years ago. Had it not been for COVID? COVID. Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. they would have mm. known they would have a better lay of the land, less debt in the game... And yeah. they would have known and had a plan. And I get there's a deal in this sample till when? 2026, 4, 8? I don't know. Whatever yeah, it is. 2028. But the reality is the greatest source from the sample, I'm told, and I could be stand corrected, foot of income is AFL's distribution. That's yep. where their greatest yep. source of money comes from. Yep. So who walks the dog on this? Yeah, that's right. Well, so the reality is, does the sample win from having Port and Crows in there? Well, to an element, yes. The Port Magpies jumper. Absolutely, yes. But that doesn't match who you played for, Tim, no. and who I played for at the start of my career. Yep. Right? The Crows, do they add to the comp? Well, it helps them get the broadcast rights through Channel 7 and Maguire Media, who do that. But even Graham Corns was filthy on the fact that the Crows got the final three and didn't want them in the grand final, yep. I think, by memory. So the reality is, where this is headed from a development point of view, having top-up players who arguably aren't good enough to play league footy, down. We've seen Port and Crows go really well off the back of no injuries or, or team going deep. If you're re rebuilding or you've got injuries, they're almost at times uncompetitive. And, and I saw it this, this year with North Adelaide, with me helping out. You have a lot of sample players and um, Port, for example, were playing at home or Adelaide playing at home. They had a far stronger team than in, if they went to Perth and they had to take a couple of extras and they had a few injuries. Right, yeah. So I, I think for me, this was always going to happen. It, conveniently, it's out in the media again now. 
and I think it's a bigger piece of the puzzle. And you talk about the revenue as well. The AFL's funding Gold Coast, GWS and all this. Correct. The bigger piece of the puzzle here, and I get it affects Sample, and I've seen it close hand with the North Adelaide stuff that I've helped out this year with. But the reality is I think where it's headed, they're going to come apart because having Port and the Crows in the Sample is not ideal for the Sample because it compromises the comp a little. That's fair. Well, they've got different agendas uh, to the other eight clubs. Yeah, yeah. yeah, they're running their best comp they want at a state uh-huh. level and really the quality struggles from week to week as depending on the depth of both teams. So, Well, I think there's a stat when the AFL team's sample team drops under 15 players, mm. they lose 80% of their games. Yeah. Oh, it, it's something like that. When they've got 17, 18, 19 mm. AFL-listed players, yeah. they so, win. So that's injuries. Well, that makes sense. And well, also and strike, strike zone. So when Adelaide goes pretty deep exactly in right. 2017, I reckon their twos were right up there too. Yeah. Port got to grand finals when they went to AFL prelims. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. they didn't quite win them, but I think that's where it is. And I think the bigger issue, and they touched on then about academies, that is a greater issue from Port and Crow's perspective because you look at this year's draft, apparently Gold oh, Coast... NGAs is a great... Yeah, well, that example. worked out really well. But mm. where why don't they get to a stage where the whole academies are cut up Australia into 18 sp- spots, right? Or Melbourne into 10. So you get one or two academy players so you can old get. old-fashioned zones. Old-fashioned zones, a little yeah. south Australia down the middle or cut up Australia into 18 zones because what's going to happen is the reason why Damien Hardwick goes... Right, they got the whole of Darwin, mate. And he's got three top ten jets. He's going to get. Mm. GWS has got one. Kingers is going to be happy, and Brisbane, who played in the grand final, lost by a kick. Have got two superstars who would be first round picks. Mm. And if you look at the bigger uh, talent pool, South Australia's probably had its worst year yet. Like you look at young McCabe, Luke McCabe's son, who will mm. go father son to Hawthorne. Other than that, they're saying no one else is first round pick. No. So, and they've and, got him at about 18. Yeah, and the other thing too is, if you look at participation levels, I got told today, then South Australia's participation levels of footy are going backwards compared to other states. So I think there's some massive things that need to be fixed. And, and I just don't think the Sanford necessarily needs those teams because the AFL, it, it, it just, it's not a happy marriage because we're talking the same mm. things every year. Yeah, no, no. Oh, look, Sanford's thriving there, participation, all that, every number I hear, it's great. I want to I get more to this with you, um, Treaders, as we did with Timmy. You're a born and bred proud Port Maggie and Port Power great. You've, you've won a flag with both. How do you really feel about, and your family, to your father and, and everyone and beyond, feel about not having that black and white jumper in a comp that you've absolutely dominated for 150 years? Um, it's you will not see it in there. Once they're gone, they're gone. Yeah, it's not that. That thought is not fresh for me. Port the Port team in the Sample playing under the Magpies banner has been heavily compromised since the two teams came together. Yeah. There are no recruiting zones. <laughs> like, and I don't mean to be rude or offensive. For God's sakes, Norwood has got Port Lincoln. Oh no! And when or you Air look Peninsula. at the Air Peninsula, yeah. you know what I mean, or or the the local peninsula. Is Eagles. Yeah. So it's different. Yeah. Okay. You know, yeah, you look, I think one of the last, there's a couple of players that come to memory. Scotty Lysette. Um, Sammy Gray came from uh, Sammy Cleve. Gray, yeah. yeah. On the, of course, Lysette was from over the... Yeah, the so there's... there's he's, a, he's the last of... He's the last one. The last one. Went yeah. through the juniors. But, but, but... But, yeah, so but, I, that, but, that's why I think it's really important yeah. the deal was done with Collingwood to at least wear the jumper okay. in home showdowns But but going does that, forward. Does that... Or who knows? The AFL might let them wear that in home yeah. games that don't okay. message Collingwood. Does the black and white jumper mean as much to you as the one you played in your premiership with or the one they wear now? 
or do you still elevate that jumper because of heritage and everything it stood for? Oh, where do you sit with it all? Oh, I, that jumper for all. It, 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 for me, it's sadly been watered down only off the back of. We used to wear lace up. I still remember getting a lesson from a senior player. Had a lace up. How to do the lace up. When I got yeah. onto the senior list, is how you do it. Mm. Oh, okay. They don't wear a lace up anymore because of insurance and someone can get a finger caught. Give mm. me a spell. Um, and then it turned into fake printed lace ups. Yeah. You know, so for me, I've still got that jumper. Yeah. I've framed it. I was lucky enough, 17, to play under Timmy, uh, win a flag mm. in 96. That means everything, but that's. What that is. My son understands what that means, but the reality of him going to support that team doesn't mean mm. the same thing. I just think, like any jersey, like I, I so never want to be eroded. I never want to be eroded, isn't it? Well, no, 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 it's still, it's, no, 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 it's still going to be in the history. It's no different than my 2004 Premiership team. I yeah, watch my correct. team play and I call for 5 AA with you boys in showdowns and every yeah. port game. They don't wear the jumper I wore in a Premiership. Correct. Yeah. I didn't like that. They did yeah. it once. But I understand, yeah, and they'll okay. probably do it this year. Yeah. Oh, sorry, this coming season because of the 20-year reunion with they Brisbane. They did it in 2014, 10 years. Yeah. yeah. Mm. So I would love to have seen that Guernsey survive, yeah. but I understand that the one they've got now is unbelievable, yeah. but I don't have that same connection, if you know what I mean. Correct. So yeah. I, I look back to the magenta. We wore bananas in pyjamas in a, in a, in a final. <laughs> yeah. That was Port Adelaide back then. So yeah. it evolves, and I'm okay with that. Okay. There you go. So the... Yeah, so the, it actually gets elevated <clears throat> if it becomes rarer. Yeah, that's that's probably the. Oh, I still the remember it in '03. I think it was the first year we wore it. Oh, I, I was so excited about wearing mm. a version of that jumper. Yeah, yeah. in the AFL, I think it we played Carlton. Yeah, yeah, it looked good. But but things great. are getting eroded. See, I, I look at the the Foss Williams Creed linked to that black and white prison bar jumper as an era. That that. Timmy in his era and Jack Cale perpetuated. And and then you come in, it's dang, bang, boom, it's gone. That's speaking from a Nord man. Yep. And and, and I'm going to be sad. Not sad, that's not the right word. Choose the right word, Stephen. I'm going to be a bit disappointed that the jumper that I grew up to not despise, but the rivalry of Nord and Port won't be there. And then I'm going to find that hard <clears throat> to talk to my kids about, oh, but Port, yeah, but Dad, they're in the... Well, what do you mean? You didn't play them. That's you're, It just... It just feels well, awkward. Well, yeah, but you know what I'm trying to yeah, say? I know what you're saying, and, and I agree with that, but I don't necessarily agree with the point. Does, just because it's not played doesn't mean it it leaves. If if Port do this well, and they can keep bringing it back in time and the education and bringing it back in time, what do you, what do you think? And that's important. Yeah. That is important. That, I agree be, with because that. Because the same thing happened with the team who probably thought, um, I don't know, I'm going back a while. Oh, we won't, Dan, we won't wear that magenta jumper anymore, bananas in pyjamas. There'd probably be someone at some stage of time, and why are we changing to black and white? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, but the thing is, to explain the current situation to a young kid. Hard. They'd be like, huh? Yeah. What? One club, two what clubs. What team? Yeah. yeah. Oh, no. When do we do it? Why are we wearing Let's that? I'll keep that going. After the break, we'll come back and we'll ask you about the appointments. Uh, ones that we pretty much, I think, again Guest. on our show. Guest. Guest. You made a great. I made prediction. an assumption and it came up. And it was very right. good. Uh, Tyson Goldsack taking the line. Well, what about job and Hartler taking? What about the soft cap debacle? Uh, we'll talk about oh, that as well. Is this match fixing at its what? best? Oh, here we go. Nineteen after <laughs> just the legal team. <laughs> stay. I asked the question: Is it yeah, stay by you. your radios? Treaders is here. Oh, oh. 
Rowie and Timmy G on the 5AA Sports Show. Hot-blooded chicken well, sea. Yes. Uh, Come enough. on, Treaders. But uh, just before the break, Treaders oh. uh, made a very, very large statement. But it was question, all about... Tim, Tim new, it was a question. A question. Uh, yes, okay. legally it was okay. a question. A new underspend mechanism uh, will also be introduced for next season, allowing clubs who spend less than the soft cap limit to carry forward up to $100,000 to the next season. So it can only apply to the following season. Staff relocation deductions will also be made available to clubs to help them relocate without materially impacting the soft cap. Plus, you were mentioning that you're able to not put 20% of a senior coach's wage into your soft cap as well. Yeah, so this is a, this is a mechanism to release the money, so to speak, for pre-COVID days. And right. we know it was about $3 million drops, so mm. people were terminated. Yeah, I remember Scotty Thompson was at Port. He was one that That's came right, to, to yeah. memory. There, there were people that sacked all over the... Yeah. Because and those of the that co- stayed had to do two men's job. Yeah, and copped a 30% cut. Cut. Senior coaches copped a 30% Burnout. cut. So Burnout. what's happening now is 20% of your senior coach's wage is outside the cap. You've still got to fund it, though. Mm. So it's comes back to how much money your club's got to play that's with. That's right. right. So if you're an 800 grand, that's 650 under, 640 under the cap, 160. If you're a million dollar coach, that 800 under the cap, 200 outside. So that frees up 200 extra inside mm. the cap to go and grab someone. But if you're on 1.2, 1.4, 1.6 above, the Damien Hardwicks and Clarksons of the world, those clubs are far better off provided they can find the revenue to fund it inside their business. And that's the key. Well, West Coast, Simpson is a million-dollar coach. Mm. He won a premiership. All of a sudden now, they've got well over 250 grand probably to play to go and get someone better. Stuart Jew's been talked about, whether he could end up at West Coast. Sydney, Don Pike leaving to be CEO of West Coast. Stuart Jew could be interested there. There's a lot of talk around that. So for me, the soft cap goes up by 250 grand. Andrew Dillon looks like he's gone, hey, we'll throw another 75 grand in per club. So that's 325,000. So effectively, with all these cuts, your club could be 600 grand better off in terms of funding, provided you're rich enough, right? Or your coach is on big big bucks. So who sets to win? The rich club's set to win. And then also the clubs who have invested in a Damien Hardwick and a um, Alastair Clarkson, two of the greatest of all time get to cash in. So for me, it it doesn't look like... It, it's creating the arms race that mm. COVID avoided. Yeah. Yeah, the rich get richer. Yeah. But I don't yeah. like the look of it. I get people deserve to get whatever, but... So where's the match-fixing and all that? There's no match-fixing, no. I'm just oh. saying. All of a sudden, this is a situation... <laughs> what, what, what you are saying is that... It's not even. For a, for a goal. It's there. even for everyone, but it's harder yeah. to raise a revenue if you're a Port Adelaide and a GWS. Well, it's different there. They're, they're on the, they're, the teat of the the, yeah. the league, but mm. yeah, but like a Brisbane who's not so much, it's harder for them to raise the revenue than it is a West Coast who had sixty or whatever million in the bank pre-COVID. Mm. That's why I said yesterday to Chris Davies, I said equalisation in AFL just sounds like an oxymoron. Yeah, and there's another great example. Yeah, when we touched mm. before the break about the academies, mm. now the teams that have got the academies, which was great at the time because Brisbane needed help, GWS yeah. all needed help, Sydney. Now they're participation levels are through the roof and they're cashing in. Yeah. Mm. You look at some of the stars Sydney's been able to get over the journey. They're, they're NGAs. Yeah. NGAs. Name the Crows or Port's best NGAs. 
Well, Lockie Mikael. Jones, Lockie Jones well, well, is an NGA, uh, and that gets yeah. to where Port Adelaide have gone with their coaching. Mm. They've brought in Jason Williams, who coach. And I saw this three months ago online from Backers Marsh. So Do he's you know in him. The, who is he? He's in the indigenous space, I think, from coaching. He's coached footy for a number of years, oh, but good. he's he's the one in for Bassett out. We see. Uh, Goldsack Gold goes up, Hartlett comes up, and then he's going to work with the okay to work with their NGA players because that's an area. If you would quietly talk to both clubs, Port and Adelaide, they are in agreement here mm. because they're looking at going. What are we getting out of our NGAs? Yeah. Nothing. Yeah. Not many father sons. Yeah, you look at fair. what you know. As well, I said before the break, if Gold Coast are getting three, Brisbane are getting two, mm. and GWS are getting one, and we don't get anything again. Yeah, mm. it's not poor. It's not equal anymore. Well, it's never has been, but the gap is even bigger. Mm. Treaders, thank you very much for hey, that little insight. Hey, just a text while you're Ooh, here. Oh, no. Treaders, Treaders, this is a unique home for food text. Wrong, wrong, wrong. The jumper is everything to port. They went to war on it. I was, what was that? It was frightening. Frightening to play against. Mm. There's got to be a place for it and not rolled out like an antique. You're a sellout. It's sad, <laughs> Mark. <laughs> wow. Mark, yeah, you're it, a flog. Oh, no, it does have to yep. be you really think I don't oh. care about the jumper? Give me a spell. Mark, you've got a right to respond and wow. be strong. It, yeah. No, that's... Uh, I, no, I, I, that's I know where he's coming from. I it, understand. I agree important. with what he's saying, it's but the problem important. is... That's why I asked... Mark would, be the first person, be Mark would be the first person to say, what we see in the sample is not what we no. grew up supporting. You have to elevate the jumper, and I has think to be it elevated, has to be at AFL level. And it has to be at an AFL level. Correct. I agree that. I do. Yep. Well done, traders. Thanks for joining us. So we do agree. For once. That's for good. once. 